together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, verses 23 to 27. At the time when Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus answered them, I also will ask you a question. And if you tell me the answer, then I also will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from people? And they argued with one another. If we say from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from people, we are afraid of the multitude, for all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. It's an interesting story. It's, it, it has a lot of human interactions and we can identify with it somehow. I mean, Jesus is going up into the temple, is uh, preaching and is teaching. One will presume that those around are willing to listen to the teachings. But they do not question the teachings. They do not question his preaching. But they ask, by what authority? It's not that they're saying what he's saying or what he's teaching is invalid or it's a wrong doctrine. They probably know that. But they want to find out who gave you the authority to do that. But what I feel they miss and they don't really understand is that Jesus is both the message and the messenger. He is the bread of life. He is the life and the resurrection. He is our salvation. I mean, you, you go to the end of the Gospel of Matthew. Go out therefore. Proclaim the good news. Make disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And listen to this last one. Behold, I am with you always till the end of time. So they're asking what I regard as an irrelevant question. But it also gives us an insight that they are not interested in the truth. But they want a way to catch him. And unfortunately, that can be a human trend. That we become so legalistic in our manner of doing things. As long as we, we follow the rules, we follow the laws, uh, we do the rituals, it doesn't matter what else happens. And we miss the point that 
we can follow all the rules and rituals and norms and still not touch people's hearts. I mean, look at our liturgy. We can be so strict on the rubrics. We can be so strict that this is how things ought to be done. And how many of us walk away dry, unfed, and we feel that the word does not speak to us. That the service is not in worship, but rather a ritual. And so I think we must always be careful. But it also gives me another insight. When we ask questions, what is our intention? Do I ask because I don't understand? Do I ask because I want an insight? Do I ask because I want to grow? Or do I ask because I want to show how clever I am? So I ask the question in order to embarrass the other person. I ask the question in order to show to everybody else that I'm right, they are wrong. And sometimes we can't do that as human beings. And clearly, it's not the best thing to do. It's a sign of immaturity. And so Jesus turns around and he does something very interesting. He says, I will answer you, but first answer this. What does the baptism of John the Baptist come from? Now, this is an interesting question because if they understood where the baptism of John came from, then they wouldn't need to ask Jesus by whose authority is doing this. And why am I arguing that? Because mm -hmm. John the Baptist says, Jesus is the Messiah. He's the one whom he is unfit to touch. The sandals, the thong of his sandals. I mean, go back to the, the reading in the Gospel of, John, of, of Matthew uh, in chapter 11, when John sends his disciples. And he sends his disciples and, and he says an important thing. Go and ask Jesus, are you the Messiah? Are you the Christ? And the confirmation is loud and clear. Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind see, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the mute speak. Restoration has been brought. Salvation has come. And immediately John understands that the Messiah has come. So by whose authority you are doing this? It is an authority that comes with who Jesus is. He is the Messiah. He is the second person of the Trinity. He is the Son of God. And so what he says and what he does stems from who he is. And so I find this absolutely amazing that in this gospel, the people who are supposed to know the law, the people who are supposed to know the word of God, seems to be confused. And listen to their argument. If we say the baptism of John came from God, then this man will ask us, then why did we not believe him? If we say it came from people, well, we can't say that because the people, the crowds, 
held John as the Baptist from God, as a prophet of God. Now, these guys are willing to withhold the truth, short of saying, are willing to tell a lie because they don't want to change their original intention. And how often we can do that as human beings. We know that we are wrong, but we stubbornly refuse to change. We give excuses. We want people to accept that we may be wrong, but we'll never admit. That we may be wrong, but we'll never apologize. And we will rather fight instead of submitting that I've made a mistake. And how many of us need that in life? In families, in relationships. Imagine if I admitted to my faults, to my shortcomings, to my weaknesses, and saying, I've messed up here. I've misjudged this. I misunderstood it. I misread it. Admitting to one's fault does not make you a bad person. Rather, it makes you a stronger person, the wiser one. Because based on the new evidence, I now am changing my mind. I now know better. I now know what I didn't know then. And I'm willing to change my mind. Any great leader, based on new information, new data, and he refuses to change his mind and take the truth, the leader is going for a disaster. But a person who's genuine, who leads, is able to evaluate the data presented to him or her and make the necessary judgment. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.